Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. with a speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, fought crime and criminals throughout the western United States. But whenever an innocent man was accused of a crime, the famous champion of justice used all his strength and courage to free him and clear his name. Return with us now to those thrilling days when the West was young. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. figure clothed in black moved silently toward an isolated ranch house. Beside him padded a wolf-like animal that growled low in its throat. Quiet, boy, quiet. You'll come out in a moment, boy. Quiet. There. All right, fellow. Get him. After him, boy. After him. What happened? Miss Clem talked yet? Quiet down, folks. See what the doc says. Hi, doc. How is he? Clem will live, folks. Uh, but he ain't come to yet. What he needs right now is quiet. I know all of you are his friends, but I'll have to ask you to move on. 
I reckon you're savvy. There ain't no offense, man. Oh, sure not, Doc. We'll move on. Just let us know if there's anything we can do. Of course. Now, let's clear out now, fellas. Come on, Andy. Let's step down to the cafe. All right, George. Come on, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doc. Huh? Oh, it's you, Forbes. Yeah. Look, Doc. Is Clem's sister in there? Jane? Uh-huh. She is, well, but I don't... Couldn't I talk to her for just a second? Couldn't you send her out here if I'd be in the way inside? Why, you... Well, I guess so. I'd sure appreciate it. Uh, just wait here. Jane? Yes? Forbes is here and wants to see you. Oh, oh, thanks. I'm going back inside. See you later, Forbes. All right, Doc. Hello. Jane, I got to talk with you. Clem's awful bad hurt. The doc said he'd live, though. Well, I, I think he will. Gosh, I'm glad to hear that. If anything was to happen to Clem, I'd feel worse than if it was me. What did you want? Now, look, Jane, you mind if I speak right out? You promise not to get mad? Whatever do you mean? I... I think I know who wanted Clem killed. Top of that, I think I know how it was done and who was hired for the job. You do? Mm-hmm. Then why don't you tell the sheriff why you... Uh, you... sure you want me to? I don't understand. Why shouldn't the sheriff be told? Jane... Clem's my best friend. I I wouldn't have the gumption to be saying this if he weren't. But there's been talk about Clem lately. If the fellow that was hired to kill him was caught and the whole story come out, it might do Clem a heap more harm than good. You, you mean that... I reckon you savvy. I'm thinking of Michael's place across the border. You know what's been said. Yes, but I... Clem's been gambling there and losing now. Now, where'd Clem get the cash to gamble with in the first place? And if he lost more than he could afford, how would he go about paying the girl off? It's not true, not any of it. Clem wouldn't gamble. He, he hasn't the money. That's just it, he hasn't. And Miguel don't fool. If Clem owed him and wouldn't pay, well, you could expect something like what happened last night. Clem wasn't shot. I know. A dog went for him. And he'd have got Clem, too, if your pa hadn't heard him yell. Well, then what? Don't you see it? If Clem was shot or knifed, then it'd be known somebody aimed to kill him. Yes. But a dog... Well, you'd think first off the dog was just mean. That it attacked on its own account. You wouldn't be likely to suspicion somebody had set the critter on Clem. There's no dog around here that would attack a man. Ain't there? None that I know of. I know of one, and I could take you to it. But like I said before, do you want this to get out? Well, why not? Well, what if Clem has been gambling? What if he stole to get the cash to gamble with? No. You've got to face the facts, Jane. Where is this dog? Who owns him? He belongs to a young fellow camped outside town. He claims to use the dog to hunt wolves for the bounty. I've seen the critter, and he looks like a killer. You, you think it was that dog? It wouldn't surprise me. I tried to talk to the fellow that owns him, and he acted mighty surly. Wouldn't, wouldn't hardly answer. The dog just kept growling at me all the time I was there like there wasn't nothing would please it so much as the chance to jump at my throat. I was glad to clear out, I can tell you. Get the sheriff. Huh? Tell him just what you told me. And the gambling? I don't believe Clem gambled. And if those stories were brought out in the open, I know he'd clear himself. I... Oh, you're leaving? Ah, uh, me go now. But uh, you'll be back, won't you, Tonto? Uh. Who in thunder's that? Uh, a friend of Doc Berkman. He asked him to look at Clem. That's the redskin? Well, why not? Doc says Tonto knows as much about healing as he does. Hmm. I wouldn't trust a redskin far as I could see him. Do like I said. Get the sheriff. Well, if you think I ought to. I do. Oh, then I will. But don't forget, Jane, I advised again it. And if it gets Clem in trouble, 
then it ain't me that's to blame. It's you. It was an hour later that the Lone Ranger and Tonto reined in at a small camp pitched in the open not far from town. Hello there, boy. Me, here, feller, talk. Remember a young fellow named Forbes? No, I... Yeah, yes, I do. I'll take that back. I, I met a fellow yesterday said that was his name. What about him? He's sending the law here. Mm, the law? What do you Clemens want to send? was attacked and nearly killed by a dog last night. Tonto overheard Forbes say that he suspected it was your dog, that you'd been hired to set him on, Clem. Forbes said that? Not right. It ain't true. You don't have to tell us that, Arizona. We know you too well. But we thought you should be warned. You mean I I ought to run away? Not exactly. Clem is popular, however. You own a dog, and from what Tata heard, yours is the only one around here that fits the description of the dog that attacked Clem. You might find that hard to explain. Friend, you know I never yet run from trouble. I know. And I ain't now. A doggone, I never even heard of this Clem Owens before. What would I want him harm for They'd have to prove a motive, wouldn't they? What if they said your dog ran loose? What if they said the dog was a killer and should be destroyed? I'd like to see him try it. I... Uh, what is it, boy? What's the matter? Look toward town, Arizona. Horseman. Coming this way. It's them. What are you going to do? Stay here just like I said. I ain't guilty of nothing, and if I ran, they'd always think I was. Perhaps you're right. Uh-huh. We'll leave before they see my mask, Arizona. If you were seen with someone, they thought an outlaw wouldn't help you. Sure, I'd savvy. But don't worry. We'll be around. If there's any attempt to harm you, we'll take a hand. You ain't never let me down yet. And we won't now. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. Hush. Hush. I reckon you and me got some tall talking to do. Those gents are riding like they mean business. Now, you, you behave yourself, fellow. Don't you go to growling at them, Savvy. What the Lone Ranger and Tano said, that's just about all it'll take to make them show it to us they want. Mr. Stanley, we are! Ain't I? And don't get smart! Oh, 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 That's him, Sheriff. Watch out for that dog. He's a killer. He ain't no killer. Quiet now, boy, quiet. He makes a move to jump and I'll shoot the critter in his tracks. And I'll shoot you. You see, Sheriff, you see, I told you the kind of fellow he was. What do you gents want? Where were you and this dog last night? Right here? Yeah? You acquainted with a breed named Miguel? Never heard of him. You sure? Think careful now. He's got a gambling hall across the border. I said I never heard of him. Back up your things. What for? You won't be staying here no longer. You're coming back with us to town. Like blazes I am. I... No. Hey, what right you got to draw on me? The same right I got to draw on any other sneaking killer. Now pack up, saddle up, and get a move on. I know what you're arresting me for, you... You think I set my dog on a fella named Clem Owens? Well, I never. I never knew him. I never seen him. I wouldn't have no more reason to go for him than, than I would for you. Maybe not. But you could have been hired. Hired? By Miguel. And we aim to hold you till we can find out. Now get a move on like I said. 
All right, Sheriff. I'll go. I'll go because I have to. But if you think you'll ever find any connection between me and this fellow Owens or this Miguel you mentioned, you're local. I right? tell you, Sheriff, look here. Huh? If it's proof you want that Miguel hired this polecat, why, here it is. What the? Here's the cash he got for it. Folded money. And directions what to do, signed by Miguel. Read it. He's even put down a description of Clem. Where'd you get that? Just where you'd put it, underneath your bedroom. That's a lie. Hold it. So you said we couldn't connect you up with Miguel, huh, stranger? Well, I reckon this is all the connection we'll need. You're under arrest for attempted murder. Arizona Lawson was forced to saddle up and return with the sheriff to town where he was placed in a cell. His dog was tied outside the jail and realizing that Arizona was in trouble, the animal kept up a monotonous howling. Blast that critter. Now then, I want a confession. We got your dog, the dog that nearly done for Clem. We got the cash, Miguel, did you? We got the directions you wrote out for you. You ain't got a chance of playing innocent. So acting stubborn won't get you nowhere. You'll never make me confess to something I didn't do. You! That confounded dog of yours won't let a fellow think. He's only howling because you got me locked up. He ain't gonna howl no longer. Bart! You want me, Sheriff? Go out and shut that critter up. Huh? Me go near that dog and him a killer? Nothing doing. You don't need to go near him. But he won't listen to me. Uh, really? Hey. He's got to be killed sometime. We can't let no man killing dog go loose. So you might just as well drill the critter now. No, Chef. No, you can't do it. He ain't to blame. That's my dog, Chef. You can't do it. You hear what I said, Bart? Dog gone. You know it's got to be done. What are you waiting for? Well, if you say I have to... Wait! Don't shoot my dog! You hear me, mister? You can't do it! You just can't! I'd rather you shot me! You heard my orders, fella. I ain't got no choice. Don't shoot my dog! I tell you, you can't! Ugly little critter. Well, if he went for Clem, I reckon he deserves to be killed all right. Hold still there, boy. Not so fast, fellow. Mask. Drop that gun. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. continue our story. 
Bart, a deputy, had been ordered by the sheriff to shoot Arizona Lawson's dog. But when he tried to obey the sheriff's order, he was stopped by the Lone Ranger. Quiet, boy. You... Here's a knife. Cut that rope that's holding him. But he'll go for me. Not while I'm here. Do as I say. Don't shoot. You're coming with me, old fellow. You understand? Here, Silver. Mark, what are you doing? I, I told you to shoot that... What the... Get on, boy! Come on, Silver! Who's that for? Where'd he come from? Blasted, he took the dog. I couldn't help him. You missed. He's traveling too fast. You going to chase him? Let him go. We'd never catch that horse he's riding. But, Sheriff... He'll head for the border just as shooter shooting. He was sent by Miguel, too. Masked man rejoined Tonto in their hidden camp. Oh, oh, Silver. Oh, boy. Oh. Here, boy. Lie down. What happened? We're going to shoot Arizona's dog, Tonto. That's why I brought him with me. Not good. But I've been thinking things over. I believe he can help us. How that? Tonto, we know that Arizona's dog never attacked Clemons. Uh-huh. In other words, there's another dog somewhere in the district that's a killer. No one in town knows of such a dog, but there must be one. That's right. I said no one in town knows of such a dog. That's wrong. One man does. And who that? If it's anyone, it's Forbes. Maybe him, feller. I don't know why he'd want Clem's death. He's supposed to be one of Clem's best friends. Nevertheless, everything points to him. Mm, how that? He was a man to accuse Arizona to the sheriff. Uh-huh. He found the money they claim Miguel paid Arizona as well as the instructions Miguel was supposed to have written. That's right. We know he called on Arizona alone the day before. Uh They were both watching from cover when Forbes found those written instructions and the money. He just pretended to find them. We would have noticed it. Uh But he could have placed them there the day before. That might have been the real reason he stopped at Arizona's camp. How you prove that? I've got an idea. An Arizona's dog will help us. First, however, I'm crossing the border. What you do there? There's been a lot of talk about Miguel in this affair. The law can't cross the border to question him, but I can. Uh. And I call on Miguel tonight. The gambling hall run by the breed known as Miguel was a prosperous enterprise attracting patrons from both sides of the border. Tonight, a pleased expression on his face, Miguel surveyed the crowded gaming tables for a moment, then strolled toward the wide doors and the gardens beyond. Miguel? Eh? Who called Miguel? Over here. See? Recognize me, Miguel? Senor with the mask. The friend of the black caballero. Right. What bring you here, senor? On the other side of the border, there's been an attempted murder. And a friend of mine is being held. He's innocent, and I intend to prove it. But I want the answers to certain questions. Answer, senor? I'm not the law, Miguel. Remember that. Whatever you tell me cannot be used against you. Mm, I no sabe. Has a young fellow by the name of Clem Owens come here to gamble? See, si, that is so. 
Until lately, he come here often. And lost? Is my fault, senor, if luck is against him? On your tables, yes. No, senor. Don't bother to deny it. I know your tables are crooked. But right now, that's not what interests me. Uh, what Does you... Clem owe you money? Oh, but see, he owe me much money. Just one more question. And that, senor? Who was it you hired to murder Clem because he couldn't pay? Diablo, you make the mistake. I hire no one. I do not want him killed. And come along. No, senor, no. You're going with me, Miguel. You don't return until you come through with the truth. Crossing the Rio with his prisoner, the masked man brought Miguel to his secret camp. There he gave Tonto some orders. The following morning, the Indian called on Dr. Workman. And shortly afterward, the two men entered Clem's sick room. Morning, Clem. Howdy, Doc. Hello there, Tonto. How? Feeling better? Some, Doc. Till I get to thinking of that blasted dog coming at me and the way he growls, and then I don't feel so good again. Reckon I won't forget the way he looked as long as I live. Don't blame you. I've been having a little talk with Tonto here. And yeah? Reckon you know his advice is mighty good. You'd be a sight worse off than you are if it hadn't been for him. I know it, Doc, and I ain't forgetting. You keep that in mind, Tonto. Maybe someday I'll be able to do something for you. Oh, Matt, all right. What I started to say, Clem, is that Tonto figures you ought to set up for a while. Good. Outside in the yard. Can I already? Outside where I can get some air? Yeah. Uh, thought you'd like the way Tonto prescribes. Tonto, your style of doctrine suits me right down to the ground. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I thought you were alone, Clem. Oh, shucks, come in, Jane. You too, Forbes. Hello, Clem. Hello. Hello, Doc. Howdy. Uh, how'd you get time away from the bank? <laughs> Just told old Patterson I had to see how he was coming along, Clem. Gosh, you're looking fine. I'll be up and around in no time. Really, Doc? He will if he behaves himself. You should have heard what the doc just said, Jane. I'm going to set up outside in the yard today. Oh, that's fine. Sure is, Clem. Uh, now, wait. Not so fast, Clem. I never said exactly that. But you said I could go I out and... I said you could set up, and I said you could be outside. But not right away. We'll see how you're feeling along towards evening. If your fever ain't no worse, then uh, you can go outside. But it'll be dark then. A little night air ain't going to harm him. Besides, he'll be bundled up good. Well, I... Oh, yes. Uh, while I think of it... Yeah? You ain't hardly been away from the house since you brought Clem here, Jane. <laughs> You'll be coming down sick yourself if you don't. I reckon you'd better ride along with me this evening. Where? Oh, just a call I promised to make on Jim Sampson's young'un. Got the hoobin' cough or something. I can't get away till then. We'll take the buggy and ride in style. And, and leave Clem all alone? Now, look here, Jane. I ain't no baby. But Clem will be all right, Jane. We'll be gone just a couple of hours, and when we get back, it'll be just about time to get him to bed again. Well, you, you're sure it'll be all right? Of course it will. All right, you two, come along. Leave Clem be. Tonto wants to have a look at them wounds again. I'll drop in again when I can, Clem. Anytime, Forbes. <laughs> Gosh, Tonto, I sure will Here, be... gun. Huh? A gun? What's that for? Maybe tonight you use it. Use the gun tonight? Huh? I don't savvy. You listen. Me tell you.
Tonto reported to the masked man that... Doctor, do what you say. And Clem will be outside tonight, alone? Uh. Good. What is this? Why you not let Miguel go? You don't leave before tonight, Miguel. Perhaps not then. What you mean? You've been telling the truth. If you didn't hire anyone to murder Clem, you can go. I swear I did not, senor. We'll see when the time comes. Here, boy. We're depending on you tonight, old fellow. Play your part and we'll catch a killer and set your master free. That evening, as Dr. Workman had promised, Clem was bundled in blankets and permitted to sit in the spacious yard behind the house. Fifteen minutes later, the doctor's buggy rattled down the drive and Clem was left alone. An hour passed. The sun had set, the moon had not yet risen, and the shrub-dotted grounds were illuminated only by the stars. A hundred yards from where Clem sat, a figure crouched over the massive form of a dog and fumbled at the rope that circled its neck. Get him this time, fella. You hear me? Get him. Hush up. Wait till this rope's loose now. There. Loose. You see him over there? All right, fella. At him! At him! The wolf-like animal raced across the turf, swiftly and silently. But then, before he reached his victim, a second form hurtled from the brush toward him. It was Arizona's dog. Straight for his enemy, he ran. And not five yards from Clem's chair, left the ground and leaped for his throat. I can't shoot. I might hit the wrong dog. Hi there. Grab a hold of them. Stop. Don't fire unless you have to. They'll kill each other. I'll get them. Watch out you don't get bit. Down, boys, down. That one by the neck. Let go, boys. Break it up. Need help? Go Look at them dogs. Go at it. Give them a couple of cups. Time your lanterns here. Let go, boys. Down, fellow. Down. You're getting them. You never got close to me. Arizona's dog headed him off as free as you please. Here, old fellow, you've done your work. That's enough fighting. You there, get a rope on this other dog. I'll fix him. Who shut that dog on, Clem? It couldn't have been Arizona because he's in jail. Where is the skunk? Did he get away? Tonto's got him. Where's Forbes? And he's got a hold of Miguel, too. Bring them here, Tonto. Uh, let go, Clem. You let go on me. Let loose. Here, Tonto. Yeah, I'll take the pole, cat. Stand still, Forbes, before I let you have it. He's not Senor Forbes. He's Senor Owens. I know him well. He owe me much money. He's cheap. He's what no... you say? Miguel, you say you know Forbes by the name of Owens? See, si. That is what he tell me is the name. He's... Why, you dirty coyote Forbes. That's where them stories about me started. You've been gambling across the border and used my name so as if there was any talk, I'd get the blame. No, listen. It... Quiet. Sheriff. Yeah? This clears Miguel. He couldn't have hired Forbes to get revenge on Clem for not paying his gambling debts. Because Raleigh knew Forbes and Clem were one and the same person. See, that is so. Reckon you're right, stranger. Forbes must have realized that if Clem were killed, Miguel would hear of it and think it was him. He'd make no more attempts to collect what Forbes owed as long as Forbes stayed out of Miguel's sight. Forbes, I ain't got a notion that Patterson better start checking up at the bank. And when he does, I figure we won't only have a charge of attempted murder again, you, but a charge of stealing as well. You'll let Arizona go and return his dog to him? Of course I will. And apologize for holding him, too. Good. Come on, Tonto. Uh, Just a second, stranger. Hey, come back here. I ain't thanked you yet. Forget it, Clem, and you too, Sheriff. That's the last of them fellas you'll see till you need them again. Huh? <laughs> you see, I've met them before. That's how I knew who Tonto was and 
that he could help me treat Clem. But the mask man, who is that fella? Clem? That's the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger? The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>